Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome. Sports fans to Untap Keg Sports. Thank you for tapping into us. I'm one of your hosts, RJ Zimmerman, here with my brother-in-law. Well, here with Monte Ball. I'm not claiming him today. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, let's, I didn't let's go ask and get right into it for a reason. I want people to know that. I want to point <laughs> that out to the audio listeners at home. Oh. Boom, baby. Let's get into it, RJ. Come on. Get hot. All right. Let's get right into the NFL playoffs. So, I guess we'll start with the game everybody's talking about that everybody has a stake in. We're going right to it. Chiefs Bills, who you got? (laughs) Chiefs Bills, I'm going to have to go with the – I got to go Chiefs, man. Chiefs, no – Chiefs, depending on – I'm pretty sure Mahomes is going to be back. Pretty sure um, Mahomes is going to be back. Got to go to the Chiefs, man. I think the Bills are a very strong team. Diggs and Allen, that that combo is ridiculous. But I don't think it's going to be enough. I don't think it's going to be enough to outscore the Yeah. <laughs> you you spent all that time hardwiring in, and you just lagged so bad that your video skipped that nobody heard a word you said. Are you serious? Yeah, it was kind of funny. All right. <clears throat> should we should we should we, let's I start got, over? I got the no. 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 Said, this is the fun no. bits. This is the fun bits. Hardwired uh, in. I got uh, the Chiefs though. I also have the Chiefs. I think uh their offensive firepower is too much. I think you saw it when you, Henny was in the game last week. Mm. It was a closer game than people thought, but honestly, I think that if Mahomes plays all game the Chiefs win by, you know, honestly, probably 14, more than likely 20. Uh, it was a lot closer than that, though, just like the Packer-Rams game was closer than the final score indicated. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Buffalo's a very good team. Their defense has played very, very well in the past. But, like I said, I just don't see the – Buffalo's offense keeping up with the Chiefs' firepower. That's they got. They have Stephon Diggs, who's been absolutely phenomenal this year. Josh Allen's been playing on an absolute on another level. Like it, that draft class is going to be so much fun. Um, <clears throat> I just, I think maybe next year when may Zach Moss might come through. I don't know. De- David Singletary's been super is it Devin Singletary? I can't remember. I think it, oh it's Dev, Devin Singletary. It's been super underwhelming yeah. this year. His entire career has been underwhelming. So who do you have to pick up that slack? Yeah, John Brown's there, but is he enough to pick up that slack that you need for that offense? I just I don't see it. It's not like it may not happen, but I'm just an amateur, so what do I know? I'm I don't know anything. So <laughs> 
No, man, I think I think you're right on it. I think at the end of the day, we, <clears throat> when we talk about the Chiefs and Bills game, we, we, we can sit here and talk about the over-under. We can sit here and talk about the spread. We can sit here and talk about, you know, all of the outside noise, nonsense variables that um, some people are focusing on. But at the end of the day, when you're talking about the Chiefs offense, when you're talking about Mahomes, when you're talking about Tyreek Hill, when you're talking about Kelsey – and even the running back, I mean, even um, Alaire and then Bell comes in a little bit as well. You, that offense is just too powerful. It's just too electrifying really for the Bills to keep up. Now, when we speak about the Bills, you're talking about Josh Allen, of course, and you're talking about, obviously, Stephon Diggs. Obviously, the, the, go, the, the deep threat is there. Deep ball is there for sure. But when, every single time I talk about the Chiefs football Bills are going to have to score more points in this game, obviously this game, than they had all all year. I think so. I think that the Bills are going to have to have to put some serious points up on the board. That's how it always is when you're playing the Chiefs. Um, so that's 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 that. I feel like most people are going to you know side with the Chiefs on this one, except obviously Bills Mafia is probably breaking some tables right now as we speak. But I feel like the Chiefs are going to, like you said, they're going to walk away with, with this game. I think it's going to be a convincing win. What's a convincing win? Like, let's let's define that for people because yeah. a convincing win to me is like twenty plus points. So, is that what you would say a convincing win is? Um. So, obviously, yeah, blowing a team out is a convincing win. But I, I still kind of feel like, and I think I know that you disagree with this, but the Packers last game called it as a convincing game prior to the game, obviously, in our first podcast, sports podcast, and I still believe that it was a convincing win. Yeah, it got a little bit nerve-wracking for Packers fans, but I think it's it was still a, a convincing win. The Packers were just playing some good football from start to finish. I, I think, think if you look at really. yards, yeah, it was a convincing win, but when you look at the scoreboard, like that, it was a one-score game that came down to you know the defense stopping them after they got a first down, and it looked like the Rams were going to keep driving. So I don't see how that was a convincing win. The score at the end of the day looked the, the score at the end of the day looked like it was a convincing win, but it was a lot closer than that. Like obviously, you know, when you have a 58-yard touchdown to go up by two scores helps a lot, but also that hides a little bit too with how close it really was. I think it's a I think it's not a convincing win to Packers fans because Packers fans are nervous. Yes, nervous. You guys, you guys are not calling it a win, even if you're up by 20 points in the fourth quarter with two minutes to go. You're not calling it a win because you guys are nervous about what's happened in the past. Your guys' games. It's called learned so. helplessness. <laughs> True. True. So I mean, so let's let's stay on topic here. So we got the Chiefs. Chiefs Chiefs. over the Bills. I mean, I don't. I just. I don't see the. Yeah, I really. I really hope it's a good game. I think it's gonna be a good game. I think we're gonna see a one-score game at the end of the day. I, whether it's a garbage time touchdown that brings it within one score. There's gonna be chances for the Bills to take this game. So hopefully they just take advantage of it. Micah Hyde is gonna have to make a play on that defense. X Packer really enjoyed him. Uh, sad to see him go, but he's been an all-pro ever since he left, so that's good for him. And, uh, you know, just adds to the long list of Packers DBs that when they leave Green Bay, they become all-pros. So 
Well, so that's I guess we I guess Let's we get can into transition into uh, the other thing that everybody wants to talk about, and that's Cristiano Ronaldo. So, uh, no, what no, did he do? Stop avoiding it. Nope, nope. Stop avoiding it. Stop avoiding what? Why you look like a turd? These, Why you decided to make me off. hate you a little bit more? Packers I knew exactly first. when you said you had a prop. That's what you were doing. <laughs> I just want Packers everybody to know that. Years. Packers versus the Buccaneers. I hate you a little bit. Let's get, okay, let's get serious here real quick. Let's get serious here real quick as I'm sitting here with this stuff on. But Packers versus the Buccaneers. Right, For so our podcast listeners, he's got like a fake eye patch and like a, a bandana on. He's slurring his R's together. And he's got a little I got a, stuffed owl on his shoulder. It's an owl. It's a Harry. It's Harry Potter's owl. But you know, you get the picture. It's it's a, it's it's my parent. But um, Packers versus Buccaneers. Okay, obviously we're looking at a three point favor for the Packers. I think that's 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 pretty good actually. Now some notes that I kind of took as I was doing my research and obviously looking back on the your guys's first meeting with the Buccaneers. So oh my god, I found out that Rogers. So don't get me wrong. Rogers is a phenomenal athlete, and he, he averages about you know over a hundred passing rating every game, except except whenever he played the Buccaneers, his passer rating was below ninety that game, below ninety against the Buccaneers. Hence, well, why hold on, hold on, one won. second, just stop right there. You're taking his career passer rating, and you're like, except for when he played the Buccaneers one time down in Tampa. It's in a week six game without some relevant. of their key players before they figure out their offense without the key player. I'm about to finish my spiel here. And oh, then, then, okay. Then I, then I'm, I'm, I just wanted to get that right, that we were talking that, about all that specific scenario. Okay, yes. go. Please, that, please continue. Okay. That statistic is relevant because they're playing the Buccaneers again. Obviously, the Bucks are looking back on that tape when they played the Packers, the Packers, the Packers, and are obviously trying to figure out how did they shut down Rodgers. Now, how did Rodgers play so well, or why did Rodgers play so well? Devontae Adams didn't play well; he was just coming off an injury, an injury. So, timing was off. Adams was nursing an injury; probably wasn't breaking as fast as he usually breaks. What have you? The timing was different. Rodgers throws, what, two late interceptions, I believe. No, it was um, early. They were two early interceptions. Early, my apologies, which which obviously affects his um, <clears throat> passer rating. Now, speaking about the Packers, I'm not done with them yet. Now, when we talk about the Packers, and don't get me wrong, I still got my put, my props here of the Buccaneers, but we're talking about arguably the best duo in all of football right now outside of Allen and, and Diggs. I mean, arguably, who you know, some people say Diggs, Allen. Some people say Adams, Rodgers. If I had to pick, I would say Adams, Rodgers as the best duo in football right now. But I still got my money on the Buccaneers. As you can see, Buccaneers are going to walk away with this game, my friend. I'm going to predict the score right now. Buccaneers are going to win by uh, six points. I think it's going to be a six, six points for the Buccaneers. Buccaneers, you guys heard it here first. Buccaneers are winning by six points against the Packers. I will shut up. Actually, before I let you take it over, I wrote some more notes down before I let you go. I, I, I love to think about how does a defense stop Rodgers and Adams. You can't go man, and you, you can sprinkle in a little bit, but you can't stick with man. Adams is going to destroy you. Um, Rodgers is going to destroy you. 
you can't go cover two, of course. You can't go that basic because you're going to rely on your linebackers to cover a lot of width, sideline to numbers, hash, whatever. So my bet is that we will possibly see a lot of cover two man. Cover two man, you man the outsides, you put the clouds over top, but you have a huge emphasis with your safety who is over top of Adam's side for that double coverage. That's where my money is at. That is when I'll stop, I'll stop talking. Six points, Bucks. You there? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were still talking BS now. So <laughs> I'll let you go. I got six points, Buccaneers. Here's the thing. I can get, these, get these props off. So many people are putting such an emphasis on a game in week six. Who put the emphasis on the two previous games last week against the Saints? Um, the Saints beat the Buccaneers one week, thirty-eight to three. Did that matter right, last week? Because because they, they watched tape and came back and beat them, which is why the so, Packers' loss against them is relevant. That <laughs> the reason it's not relevant is that offense is not the same offense the rest of the year. Like what they called in that game, you can watch it and. It's just such a it was such a rudimentary offense compared to the rest of the year. The thing about that game is it was their first game without Tyler Irvin. So they're trying to figure out how to get people in space without that speedster kind of pulling linebackers off. So they weren't sure what they were gonna do yet. So what like you can't look at that from the offensive level, honestly, in my opinion. And like I said before, I'm just an amateur. I don't know anything, but um you got to take a lot of that game with a grain of salt against the defense. And what's going to be the biggest key that you can take away from that game is limiting turnovers. So that's the when the Buccaneers win, they get turnovers. When they lose, they do not. Antoine Winfield Jr. is a problem. Like, dude is a – he's fun to watch. Like, that dude can play. So we'll see. we'll see what – We'll see what the defense can do. Obviously, that's the what everybody's looking at. But you know, Brady turns the ball over too. So, what can the Packers do against Brady? You, you know, Darnell Savage. What's an excuse? Excuses early on. Excuses. You're talking about the last game doesn't matter. It is so relevant. Even if it was poor coaching. Even if it was. I didn't say it was poor coaching. Beat up said the play calling. Well, yeah, you didn't say. I just said the offense. I just said the offense wasn't the same. They're still trying to figure out some stuff. You're gonna you're gonna look at their worst game of the season and be like, "This matters in the NFC Championship game." The worst game of their season is against the team that they're about to play for the championship, the NFC Championship. Nobody could have predicted the Packers giving up 300 rushing yards in NFC Championship last year. Nobody could have predicted the Packers not being able to recover an onside kick six years ago and giving up a touchdown on the first play in overtime. Nobody could have predicted uh, Aaron Rodgers throwing two Hail Marys to take a game to overtime only for the defense to give up a 77-yard first play touchdown in overtime. Like, I give it to you. You're right. You're right. But all I'm saying is that game does matter. A lot of people – are using that game to write the Packers off, but it's like, I don't know. I okay. I think it matters. I think question. it matters as much as a poopy flavor lollipop tastes. Like, <laughs> that's what I. Here's think. my question. 
are the Buccaneers, which I mean, I, are they a better team don't now know, as I'm they were back then? No, 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 no. Saying, are the Buccaneers watching that tape? Uh, obviously. So it's important. I don't know. <laughs> just because you watch like some, just because you watch some of the tape, doesn't mean it's important. I think my guess is what they're really watching is the Bears tape, the Rams tape, and probably. Uh, True. The Titans tape, right. especially the Titans tape, because you there's a good chance of snow that day, so you could be seeing an offense like against what they did with the Titans. How how do you stop Rodgers and Adams? You can't. You can only hope to contain them. I got the Buccaneers. Yeah, we all, Buccaneers. we all know you have the Buccaneers. I got the Buccaneers, baby. Buccaneers. You've been, no, I was... you've been saying it that you're a Fairweather fan your entire life. You've been a Fairweather fan. You hate the Broncos nah. now. Ever since Brady went to the Buccaneers, you're like, you know what? I've always liked the Buccaneers. I've always had a soft spot <laughs> in my heart for the Buccaneers. And no, you know what no, else? Wonder Woman 1984 is a great movie. That's exactly I'm what on. you say all the time. Both those things. Oh, yeah. I'm done here. That is not what it's I more said. more like, Long, who's, anyway. who's playing the Packers? Who's playing the Packers this week? Oh, I'm a fan of them. I've always been a fan of them. You know. Buccaneers, Chiefs. You got, obviously, you got Packers. I'll let you say. Who you got? Packers, Chiefs. You got. I don't want to say it like because I have such bad luck. Right. Like, I got none of the games right last week. None of them. All right. I've been pretty good since we started recording. I swear, um, if they lose, I'm not talking to you through for three weeks. It's going to be a very I'm awkward pretty, podcast. Don't care, know, right? I'm not talking to you. Pretty for three good, weeks. man. I break it down, man. I break it down to what defense I believe that they are going to use. That's going to beat the Packers. Um, I mean, because it's hard to fool Aaron Rodgers. You can't. You really can't fool quarterbacks like that so you just got to stick to what you think is going to work i mean he makes players. bad decisions every once in a while you just got to capitalize on them just like any quarterback right. any human being makes bad decisions i mean <laughs> there were True. two two plays at the end of the half the first one i was like okay that's fine it should have been intercepted in the end zone um the last game and then the next play was an even worse decision as soon as he threw it i yelled no and they dropped right. it again so they got a field goal out of it but so, all jokes aside, let me be more serious here because I just like to give you crap, of course, because you're a diehard Packers fan. Um, I still think the Buccaneers are going to win, but I do think that Buccaneers, I mean, the Buccaneers got a one heck of a hill. You want to know? Playing, playing in Lambeau Field. Yes. Uh, and I think that's the biggest there, difference. Right? right. There's fans there, right? Yeah. But I think they're saying 15,000. How many? I think 15,000. I think somebody called for that many, but I don't know if they said oh. that that's how many. Last game, there were 6,000, so I doubt they're going to yeah. jump up to 15,000, sure. especially with how sure. COVID's spreading throughout the state. I highly doubt you know, it. Well, I'll leave it at that. that I'll let, the yeah, you go two of the biggest factors here are that game was in Tampa in October. This game is in Lambeau in January. <laughs> and it's the – you want to know – well, the low tonight, not tonight, tomorrow night is going to be, well, Friday night, negative one. What's that? With a negative 15 wind chill. That's on Friday night. The game's on Sunday. But still, like, you show up and you get hit with that in the face, like, you, you're going to think twice. 
I agree. And you don't even most most of the people on those teams don't know what it's like to play in thirty degree weather. So. So the coldest game I've ever played in was New England, 2013. I think it was in December. That was the coldest weather I have ever been in, ever. But back to your point, you, you, I, we had to bring that up. You know, I like to give you crap all the time, but it is huge that the game is in Lambeau Field. I mean, I mean, really can't get a better picture for the pa- for the Packers this year. Um, and like you said, the Buccaneers don't have the best defense. They don't. Um, if they get that run game going, they didn't even have many play actions in that game. That's the thing; they don't have to get the have to get the run game going to, for the play action to be effective. Like Rogers' play fakes are really good, but obviously, what I'm worried play. about more than anything is stopping that Buccaneers offense because you know when your wide receivers pretty much go five deep that are solid, like really solid. Obviously, your top three could be the top three receivers on just about any team in the league. You already had Evans and Godwin, and then you added Antonio Brown, who's really been good for you the past, you know, four or five weeks. Like, and then you got Gronk and Cameron Brait. Like, you you can do things on that offense. Ronald Jones is gonna play. Like they saved him last week, dude. <laughs> It it could be a shootout. We could be looking, you know, even with it being cold, you're gonna have to put up 35 points to win in this game. So hope it is. I hope it's an exciting game because this may be the it last could be time a horse we'll race. Too. <laughs> who who gets the mm-hmm. who gets the 31st, or it might be who gets the 41st. Like we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I said last week I didn't trust like I off, said, I- and it held true. So. That's true. That's true. Like I said, I think the best bet for the <clears throat> best bet for the Buccaneers slow down Rogers and Adams. Maybe that cover two. The strong emphasis on double team and Adams. I think you shut that down. Lock up everybody else. Yeah, your 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 defense may get a little tired. I don't, but Ram Ramsey got shown up by. Alan Lazard and yeah. MVS. So it wasn't just Adams that showed out against Ramsey. So it's true. And the Buccaneers don't have a corner that good. They have some good corners, don't get me wrong, but they don't have a corner as good as Ramsey. I know that you think Ramsey's overrated, but you. can I can I we just shout oh, out Jair Alexander last game? He got thrown at three times for one catch for negative three yards. Negative three yards. That's all he. I don't even know if you call that giving up. Like, <laughs> right, all right. That was uh that was most definitely a good pick by you guys. Absolutely. Um, I think I think we would be uh doing a disservice right now to all Packers fans if we you know I'm taking a little turn here, but we didn't mention talking yeah. about Ted Thompson passed away. Um, obviously rest in peace, Ted. I, I had the opportunity of meeting to Ted. The families. Absolutely. Um, I had the opportunity of meeting him at Pro Day for Wisconsin, and uh, he did back drills with me. Um, great guy. Um, really easy to chat with. So, yeah, that was some shocking news and prayers to his family, of course, and and uh, all of his loved ones. Some some sad news right there. 
Um, I, so it'll be awesome for the Packers to do it for him. I think. Um, I think Packer fans just remember the last like two or three years of Ted Thompson, and it's really easy to forget that he is the reason that they won a Super Bowl. Like he is a reason that they went to so many playoffs years in a row. Like, yeah, the cupboards ended up getting a little bit bare and maybe they rested on their laurels a little bit towards the end, but dude was really good. He was, you know, active in just the, you know, he made the community feel like great. Like the Packer community, like everybody felt so good. Like going into every draft, you're like it, it's all right. You got to trust in Ted. His first round pick's going to be a miss, but second, third, and fourth are going to be hits. So, right. um, you just look at look at the all pros he drafted. It's it's ridiculous. And anytime your legacy can be your very first draft pick ever being Aaron Rodgers, that's uh, you're doing something <laughs> right at that point. Absolutely, yeah. So I think uh, I think it's good that we mentioned him because. Uh, Obviously, that was devastating news to all Packer Nation, um, and um, you know, I'm obviously I'm sure worse for his family. So, yeah. So, I mean, he did a lot of great work for you guys, and obviously, I know that they're probably chatting about him now in the locker room and and finishing this bad boy out, uh, which you guys have the opportunity to do. So, I still got my money on the Bucks, but, but hey, it's Lambeau Field. It's it's a different ball game. It most definitely is. I just don't I'm think gonna say it gonna, right here. If my heart gets broken again, I'm gonna cry. I don't think Brady's gonna get this close, man. I, I don't know, man. He's a. It's not up Rogers to him. Is, it's not up to him. That leadership. That not it's saying up you're to that defense. It's up true. to that Endomican. <laughs> That's true. So it's gonna be exciting. I tell you what, the world is gonna stop. The world is gonna stop. And kick off of that game in um, Wisconsin. Yes, the world is going to stop because that's what we don't think do. anywhere else. You don't think anywhere else? Just Brady and no Brady and Rogers. It's two pillars of the NFL for the last twenty years. <laughs> I think I, I heard this on the radio earlier, and I think it's very true. And it's something that I thought about this entire playoff run. Um, I think this entire playoff run has been this, but. This is a legacy game for Rodgers. Like, oh. I don't know if he's going to get another opportunity. I would assume so. I would think that he'd be back next year. I don't think they've seen the growth that they've wanted to all year from Jordan Love because he's been a healthy scratch in every single game this year. He hasn't suited up for a single one. So not that that really means anything, but at the same time, it means something. So, and then you're you're gonna have the MVP. You ain't moving on. Um, but this is a legacy game for sure. Like he finally gets his NFC Championship game at home. It's time. It's time. It's it is. It's been overdue. You can't. It's been I, overdue. There's the stage is set. Stage is set. Stage is set. There's no more excuses. There's no more, you know, I'm wasting my talent. There's no more, no players around me. Um, you know, obviously there's, you know, compared to other teams, he doesn't have the compared players. Compared to the team across the field. <laughs> right. <laughs> but stage is set. I, All I'm saying is I'm going to be watching. 
Resnap. I'm probably not, so. <laughs> it's Packers fans, man. Here's the thing. Even if you guys lose, it obviously, yeah, the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. That's what everybody wants. That's what every fan wants. No. You guys still. No. Don't say it. I mean, you still have. Stop it. Well, yeah, you're right. I'm not even going to go down that path. It's it's Super Bowl winner bust. This is what it is. That's we have had is. this talk about the Badgers forever. Right. right. And we, as Packer fans, are finally demanding that you get there. You do it. Like, it's it's time to put it up because you have squandered two of the greatest quarterbacks the NFL has ever seen, two people who revolutionized the position. So Disagree. Disagree with that. Just I hate to say it, but I can't disagree. <clears throat> that's disagree. that's so why. Yes. Yep. <laughs> you don't even like talking about it. You just get so nervous. You don't want to jinx it or anything. <laughs> You're very, we very can move right. On. Can you tell how we can move on. awkward I feel right now? <laughs> yeah, very withdrawn and reserved. Not trying to put your feelings out there because you're so used to them getting crushed. Packers just don't, they just can't do it. They just get there and let the door slam right in their faces. They don't even try to put their foot in the way or nothing. Just let it happen. But hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully the Bucks do not do it and the Packers go on because you know, obviously I want Wisconsinites since I live here. I want them to be happy and go lucky. Um, you know, it's just better for the state. <laughs> but I just don't I just don't I I don't know. I, I got my money on the Bucks, but it's gonna be a close game. But we'll leave it at that. Leave it at that. Go ahead and go on to the next topic, my friend, because I want to chat about Cristiano Ronaldo. What, what did Cristiano Ronaldo do? <laughs> First off, for those who don't know, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, is a professional soccer player from Portugal. Yep. And what is he with Sporting Lisbon now or whatever the heck? Are you serious right now? I know he's with Liverpool. Juventus. Or Juventus, excuse me. That's embarrassing. Yeah. That is embarrassing. That is very embarrassing. Oh, chill out. I know that. Not Liverpool, Jesus. Juventus. Oh, my but God. Not... That's like saying Tom Brady's a member of, uh, you know, the the Chiefs. No, it was. Uh, yes. It's a, I, for some reason, I always get Juventus and Liverpool. I always get them flip-flop. But with Juventus, excuse me, I know my soccer. But Cristiano Ronaldo scored Allegedly. 700. I think everybody can New. tell you're a fake fan right now. No, no, not a no, not a soccer. Look, 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 look at look at RJ coming back to life now. We ain't talking about the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at look, look. No, that was my mistake. That was my mistake. I said Liverpool. Liverpool's just been huge on the news right now. Yeah, because they lost today to no. <laughs> a terrible. Uh, it's been Liverpool's been not all a good over team. It's in my head, but Juventus. Excuse me. Um, scored his 760th goal. Um, so now, now here comes the question, the million dollar question that everybody uh, everybody debates. You know, it's the since the Michael Jordan, LeBron, different eras, of course, uh, eras compared to Messi and Ronaldo. 
I'm going to ask you first. Outside of Pepe. Pe- the greatest soccer player. Pepe? Is Pepe? You don't know who Pepe is? No, no, don't get out. Don't be sitting here. Don't, 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 don't be Pepe. gaslighting me. I'm not gaslighting you. I'm wondering who Pepe is in the soccer world. Outside of who do you think is the greatest soccer player of all time? Outside of who? Pele? Oh, Pele. I know Pele. Okay. I don't I don't know who Pepe is, but I know who Pele is. I know who Pepe is. Pepe played for uh Chelsea, I think, a while back. Let me see. Be sure. You, I don't think so. I think you just he made did. that up. Like, I don't. If yeah. I, if I'm listening to people who know a lot more about soccer than me, and that's pretty much everybody. Yep. Um, I would go with Messi because he does more for his team. Allegedly. But it seems to me like a like a LeBron Jordan conversation. You think Ronaldo's the best soccer player ever? Okay. Pele. Get that correct. I need to brush up on my soccer. That's for sure. I've just been heavy, heavy football, man. I'm telling you, this year with football has been a surprise. Outside of Pele, I'm going to go. I got to go Cristiano Ronaldo, man. 760 goals, man. 760 goals. He does not have as many of the, I I can never say a Balloon Dior um, awards um, as Messi. Messi has six, but it's kind of like a popularity thing in a sense. When you talk about Cristiano Ronaldo, when you talk about someone who has been dominant since the beginning of time, you, you have to you have to say Cristiano Ronaldo. You have to. There's no question about it. Dominant, very very dominant player, man. It's not even. It's honestly not even close. When I talk about it, let me pull something up here real quick. Pull something up here real quick, man, because Cristiano Ronaldo, for one. Abilities, his, his agility, his athleticism, his, his ability to jump. He, he, it seems like he jumps higher than every single player when he goes for it. Yeah, head. that one that one um, <laughs> video I saw, I was like, what? That's like, what I'm saying, dude. man. That's what it was I'm like, saying. It was like watching... You know LeBron James against Muggsy Bogues or something like, dude, that was <laughs> that was crazy how high he got on that one header. It's, it's like that all the time. So listen to this: when we talk about General Ronaldo, I'm talking about a player who balled out for Man U, I'm talking about a player who's balling out for Juventus, we're talking about a player who balled out for Real Madrid as well too. Cristiano Ronaldo has not missed a beat with any team that he's been with, um, except obviously some people when they they put the argument in. Well, obviously Portugal, 
know, playing for the World Cup, you know, international. Yeah, but, but, but Messi hasn't done anything internationally either. That's the thing. So, so we're talking about these two, but Messi, you could argue that Messi really doesn't have much help, as much help as what Ronaldo has with Portugal, but they still, like, I don't know, they put up their stats or whatever, but when it comes to World Cup time, it seems like uh, the defense is key on them, and there's nothing to help them, really. So, right, they, they ain't I mean, no Pele, again, and, and, that's and, what I'm saying. <laughs> or, or Pepe, how I said it, no Pele. Um, I think it's, you know, some people obviously say Messi, but to me it's Cristiano Ronaldo, and there's no question about it. When you talk about someone who's been dominant since the beginning, oh, currently – it's Cristiano Ronaldo. Messi's been dominant too, but there's just something different. Cristiano Ronaldo is going to score. He is going to be dominant, and that team is going to advance some way, somehow. That is what happens. So it's hmm. no surprise that he hmm. has scored 760 goals. There's no surprise that he is the all-time leading goal scorer in all of FIFA right now. Outside of Yosef Bikan, who scored 805 goals. Hopefully I said that correctly. Biken. 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 Because he's the one that they bicycle named the bicycle kick. kick after. And it was actually called right. the Biken kick, but they called it the bicycle kick because it sounded better. can never pronounce those names, but, but um, he scored 805 goals, but they're not counting 760 for Christian. I can't Ronaldo, believe you believe me. For- that's the second time, and I had I held a straight face the whole time. And you believe that story? <laughs> I'm like, hey, that that sounds good to me. Uh, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember this. I was like, in my head, I'm like, I don't remember this player. This seems too long ago for me. Um, you know, but I was giving it to you on that. Uh, 805 goals, but we're not counting the 45 goals that are ahead of Cristiano Ronaldo because his goals came with some amateur teams, amateur and reserve club matches, so they're not counting those. Um, it's kind of since when I read that, it kind of reminded me of, uh, you know, some collegiate stats and, and um, some uh, football stats, excuse me, some NCAA stats where some stats, they don't count the bowl games or they do count the bowl games. So that player now has surpassed from a player whose stats were not counted in the bowl game. So, I don't know. That just kind of reminded me of that. But long story short, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. It's not even close. I guess agree to disagree. I mean, I, I like the Messi. Here's the thing. It's kind of like the. I, you're like Globo Gym, and I'm like, you know, average Joe's gymnasium here. Like, you know, <laughs> you're going for Cristiano Ronaldo. You're going with the body, the build, like the talent, all this stuff. And I'm going for Joe Schmo, everyday guy. Like, dude's like 5'8", is just gives it everything he has. And uh, he has a little bit of talent, you know, in that left foot. But, uh, you know, he does so much for his team that uh, he really wears himself out. Wears himself out so much that he doesn't like to pay taxes. So, <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. Great, great. That was a good, that was a good one. That was good. That was good. The thing though about Messi that I really love about Messi when I like watching Messi play. So yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo can be a prima donna. You can, you know, when you get that good, you know, you, you you can't be touched. Literally, like ref, don't let them touch me. That's just how it is. 
Um, that's his mindset, of course. But Messi, Messi is a grinder, man. Messi is not looking for the calls. Messi will fall, get right back up, and keep control of the ball. Um, it's actually quite impressive how he is just a uh, just has that grit, that tenacity, um, just to get in there, play some football. It mixes um, it up. European football in or whatever, and just yeah, and just go with it. He, he does not look at the refs. He doesn't. Well, he may, but he doesn't do it as much as Ronaldo. And he just he just plays. He just plays and grinds. They're grabbing on his tugging on his jersey. He just keeps going. Nothing. But that's what I love about him, and uh, that's why when people say Messi, I'm like, okay, that's fine. You know what? People say my- That's why people call him the Argentine grinder. Because he no, just he not. just grinds away, and he's from Argentina. <laughs> thing about it is i think it's illegal in argentina to name your child um lionel i think it is random fact that wasn't even funny i don't know what you're trying to do there no i'm serious i'm not actually no, joking that's I'm... not something that's real you're just i'll google it oh my god <laughs> huh? oh, it is right here it's illegal to name your kid something Name oh it's Messi, excuse me. The name Messi is banned in the Argentine town. In an Argentine town. That's not in Argentina. I mean it's some place in Argentina, but it's probably where all the the Nazis fled to, and that's why you can't name him Messi because they're mad he's not German. Or white. Or blonde hair. Oh yes. In his hometown of Rosario, Argentina. So, excuse me, not the entire country, but a city. Interesting. Same difference. You cannot name your child Messi there, which is crazy. It's banned. So, but moral speaking, of this story speaking is, of soccer, sure my, so you you and I picked soccer. some Premier League teams last week to follow. How have you been doing with that? Indeed. Not too well, actually. I've been really busy with work, man. You can't I even look up scores? Session. Um, well, no, I'm not going to sit here and try to fake it. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you know, our our thing is our thing is football. Uh, obviously, yeah, I picked Manchester United. No, you didn't. Or I picked Man City. My apologies. Picked Man City. I ain't letting you forget. I tell you what, yeah. a Wisconsin sports fan picks Liverpool, and all of a sudden they start to choke. I don't get it. <laughs> they lost to a team that started the day four, four, and nine. And they lost. They hadn't won at Liverpool since 1974. And Liverpool lost. They hadn't lost a home game in four years. Over almost five years. And they lost today. By a penalty penalty kick. Unreal. It's because because I chose. I'm sorry, Liverpool fans. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. I mean, you can see right here. We stink. We stink. We're not good. <laughs> Wisconsin sports fans. We, we just Liverpool. We so stink. mainstream. So mainstream. Well, I already Obviously, follow the Twitter, you know, so I can already tell you what it is. <laughs> I think we both did, uh, continuously brush up on our soccer. Um, yeah, that we can't boy. say Pele. No, um, I don't even know. I don't even know I who soccer players Pele. are. And I know who Pele is. I said Pepe, but you know I meant Pele. My brain I, is just He played in New York. Right he was a Cosmo baller. <laughs> but, okay. So, we got so we got our picks. We talked about Cristiano. 
Ronaldo, Cristiano. I know you've been busy with work. You've had a lot going on. You've been running some stuff. But we got to talk about the NBA. Got to talk about the Nets. Losing to the Cavs. So, Harden looked like his normal self. As soon as he got to... As soon as he gets that to Brooklyn, gets a triple double with KD. His first game, dude. His first dude's game been balling. I don't know what it is. I don't like <laughs> watching James Harden play basketball. I just, I don't know what it is. I just, I don't enjoy watching him. I like watching KD. I think KD is a lot of fun to watch, but there's something about the way that James Harden plays that I just don't like that game. So they they end up winning. They beat the Bucks. The next game, the second game. And then Kyrie comes back. So now you got three people vying for that ball. Three. Three ball hogs. And they lose in double overtime. To the Cavs. Just for people who don't know, LeBron James no longer plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, <laughs> What's his name balled out, though? Uh for the Cavs. Yeah, um, I I saw it too, and I can't remember his name. name. I can't remember either, but he 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 did his thing. Um, yeah. Oh but, gosh. So Kyrie Colin Sexton. That's right, Colin Sexton. So Kyrie puts up twenty eight shots. Scores a lot of points, but puts up twenty eight shots. James Harden shoots two shots in the first half. How is this going to work? It's, I mean, you got to give it time. Man. I mean, I, mean I, I, yes, that is very true, but. I mean, basketball's a come long on, season. man. You're right. No, I, I, you're, you know, you're right. That may not be a good, that may not be a good match. The Bucks I mean, aren't even, the Bucks aren't playing great right now either, but honestly, I don't care about the regular season with the Bucks anymore. They're going to make the postseason. They got, they got to win. They got to win in the playoffs. Two thousand more games. I mean, <laughs> so eighty and Irvin, dude. I don't, I don't think it's going to work. Like we said last, I don't. I. I mean, I think obviously we got to give it time, but I don't think it's going to work. I don't like. I just don't like the Harden mix. I don't like Harden in there. I don't I, like it. That's why I said last Ky- episode. When I said Kyrie Harden's Irving is invested, when Kyrie Irving is <clears throat> gives it his all, he's fun. He's he's really fun. He's a good player, but he doesn't honestly yeah. give it his all very often. And when he starts to get criticized, <laughs> he shrinks. My thing: remove Harden out of the picture. I think you got. I mean, I think brought him on for a reason. I, I don't. I mean, you're I'm almost a, agreeing with you there. You're putting a choke artist with a, what has he done for another Houston? choke artist? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, exactly. What did Harden do for Houston? Well, he did take him from a really bad basketball team to a perennial, you know, playoff. Con- and a contender. He was a contender to make the uh, Western Conference Finals, but he's never going to beat the best teams. La- you know, yeah. I mean, 
they they tried so hard to give him players that he wanted, but it... he didn't do anything. That is literally what everyone's saying is you complained about not having really any players or talents around you. So we they gave you players down there in Houston and not much changed. Now you run off to the Nets. Yeah, yeah, you ball out the first game. Can't ignore that. But there's like you said, then they come back, double overtime and lose. Harden puts up what he said, two shots in the first quarter or first mm-hmm. half. It's not gonna mesh. It's not. Give it time, yeah, but I still don't think it's gonna mesh. I like KD. I don't I'm not that big of a fan of Harden. I I think I gotta kinda agree with you on that. Every single time I watch him play, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. If it <clears throat> if it's the YMCA ness of uh the way he <laughs> plays or what, but I just don't like I that. don't like watching the way he plays. I never like laughed this. harder than when <laughs> when uh Giannis threw that pass and it went off his face. Like that was the hardest I've ever laughed. Mm. I think I had snot running down my face. I laughed so hard. <laughs> this and then this ah that's good old Harden for you right there but I don't know man I think it's some exciting stuff I want to let you go ahead and rant about baseball what's going on new in the baseball world well uh so the Toronto Blue Jays signed George Springer center fielder I uh, could play some right field that's probably I think they'll play him in center field but uh he's probably better in right and, um, yeah, it's a really good signing. Like, they have a really good offense. They have a really good young team. In case you don't know, George Springer played for the Astros. So he's a cheater. Um, you know, he che- he cheated with the rest of them. Never got punished. Um, I, I believe he was one of them that was uh, primary ones helping to do the cheating, along with Jose Altuve. So... That's going to be his legacy when he is all said and done. But he's a he's a good player besides that. Like, defensively, he's very good. He gets injured a fair amount, too. But, um, yeah, for, the Blue Jays got a really, really nice player, and it's exactly what they needed. He's not, he's not to the point that he's, like, aging to the injury level, but – and he's still really productive. But that team, that Blue Jay team – like last year was the second year for like half their team. Like they're gonna be good. They're gonna ball out. Just a matter of what their pitching staff can do. So yeah, that's gonna be interesting. It'd be like um you know, I was thinking about this and I kinda had it would kinda be like Julian Edelman leaving the Patriots and going somewhere. <clears throat> like a really, really solid piece, and he fits in really well with a cheating culture and um, you know, can can do a lot on his own. Um, but he's he's not really gonna carry a team either. So, yeah, I really gotcha. like that signing for the Blue Jays. I think that you know that AL East is gonna be that's gonna be, it's gonna be wild this year. It was wild last year. So, you know, you have Tampa Bay go to the World Series. Tampa Bay is always in it. They have the smallest payroll in baseball. They're always in it. So, yeah, that that AL East is going to be a lot of fun. You got another team challenging the Yankees. So, sure. I mean, I don't know much about baseball. I'll tell you that. Uh, 
You know, you know who the Tampa Bay Rays are, right? I do. I do actually. Do you know who the Houston yep. Astros are? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Do you know they cheated? They have two years ago. Yeah, the 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 pitcher and the um, the vibrations with the trash can. Some 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 happened. He didn't. <laughs> then he didn't want to take off his jersey because he would have revealed the wires. Huh? Yeah, Jose Tuve or who? Not the Altuve. pitcher. Uh, Altuve. Altuve. There we go. There we go. So and then and then just, the the Padres traded for another pitcher. Like last time we talked about them traded for two pitchers. They just traded for another one who's probably gonna be the third starter. Who could be a, a really like a a top second starter? Like this is like, man, this this is like who's who's the best who's the best center in the game right now? Who's the best center for NFL? Best center in the game. Ooh. All right, it'd it'd be like trading for the best center. Like he he's not gonna carry your team. But he's a really important Perfect. position that they just shored up. Right. Okay. I mean, I mean, that's like I said. I trust you. I believe you. I mean, I think I think this is good information. Of course. Um, I'm trying to relate it to you best I sure can, so that you can uh, understand it. Baseball is hard to follow for a lot of people, man. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm going to get into it, of course, but but obviously that's you what know, you I always can, say. It's kind of like God of War. You just you say things. I'm just waiting for heavy, the Brewers to make their splash, you know? Trade for that, uh, trade Josh Hader for some uh, rotation help. Mm, I hear you, man. What else we got, man? I think we covered we got we covered football, soccer, baseball, and basketball. Uh, really, we just covered the really the big news in basketball, that being Katie Arden and Irvin, and obviously there. Well, I think both of us are really busy. I know we really want to, like, this is the format we want. I did a really good job of staying on task today, uh, unlike last week. You did a really good job coming up with the outline. Like, you know, you you really want this show to take off. We want it to be more structured. Um, I feel like, though, we don't have to talk about all sports every single episode. But there's we something to talk-, talk about, though, too, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, <clears throat> but exciting things, I'm going to tell you what, though. Buccaneers win. Next cast, next episode, the full pirate gear, the to toe, Jack Sparrow. <laughs> this is all I'm gonna be doing next cast if that happens. Full the to toe, full Jack Sparrow, Pirates of the Caribbean. This is what I'm doing. But for the audio listeners, side, I'm just staring deadpan into the camera. No, but honestly, uh, this stuff is fun because obviously we're not knowledgeable in every single category. Um, but when it comes to football, baseball, we are mo- we can most definitely um, nail those two bad boys down. But I'll be brushing up on my soccer and my basketball. Most definitely now that I finished with work, um, I was pretty busy for what I had to do tonight with work. And now that that's over with, <sighs> your boy can breathe and start tuning into some sports. Um you yeah, want man. you want to talk about uh, what you what you had going on? You want to pimp that a little bit? Yes, I mean, I mean, I just really was working really hard on doing this listening session, prepping for this listening session uh, with Wisconsin's Voices for Recovery. 
on this listening session was going to we're putting together action steps for how we plan to um, be fully inclusive with recovery, being for our communities of color, marginalized populations, etc. Um, so the entire purpose of this listening session was to, you know, me to grab, um, you know, stakeholders in our community who identify as black and brown, get them to chime in on ways how we can make this entirely inclusive help to kind of break down that stigma. I believe stigma is different for our communities of color. Uh, we talk about white communities and black communities. I think there's still that recovery stigma that each has to face, but I think that there's some a little bit more stigma with our black and brown communities. So long story short, it took me weeks to kind of prepare for that, to get the agenda topics, reach out to people to get them to start chiming in, um, really getting their permission to see if they wanted to chime in during the listening session. And, uh, also, we're going to have a recovery coach training on February 15th. So gearing up for that as well, too. So long story short, work has been hectic. Happens to everybody. Uh, we enjoy talking sports, man. Absolutely. You know, I think our last uh, flagship podcast just proved that what this podcast kind of opened up for us. So it was everything that we kind of hoped for. And I think it went a really long way. So... What uh? What have you been doing in your spare time? You know, you had your work, getting ready for the these football games. What what else have you been doing? You been playing that God of War? In my honest opinion, you know, I mean, honest opinion, I've been watching Vampire Diaries. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense why you're such a fan of Tom Brady. Then, oh, oh goodness gracious. No, nah, I've just been watching, trying to find a new show, and I stumbled across Vampire Diaries, and I'll be honest, uh, you know, it's cheesy, it's corny, but once you get past that, the story's pretty cool. Once you can appreciate it's the cheesy, story. It's cheesy, it's corny, um, it's bad, it, you know, the acting's terrible, the graphics are awful, but once you get past all of that, you know. I didn't say all that. The, well, the writing is, okay. like, super uh, okay. predictable. How about this? Since you just said all that, how about this? Talk about Ghostbusters, the movie. Oh, it got pushed from June to November? Is that what you're talking about? Because I am super excited for it. I think that they finally captured what the heart of the original is all about. It's all about having the fun, having some ridiculous things that happen, but you keep it grounded. Like You're not being over the top, like trying to be hilarious. Like, no, you got to treat it like... uh, you know, like, oh, this just happened. You got to be dry about it. You know, you got to play it like a straight man. Talk about the comedy original. straight, cheesy, right? Like corny, but but you like it because you like the story. It's cheesy, it's cheesy. and corny because it's the eighties. You like the story. That's not the basis of it. <clears throat> like the basis of Vampire Diaries is to be cheesy and corny. Oh, it is not. Yes, but it is. That's what I've been. And I've been, um, now I'm going to get back into some God of War. Uh, I've been playing that, actually. I actually really like it. Um, I've, I mean, I've honestly been just focused on work in this podcast and um, editing my book. And it's just been, a lot just came down and I start school next week. So, whew, busy, busy times, but all is well. Um, what have you been doing, man, on your free time? I've been reading... Chapter oh, at a time on Dune. Yeah, I'm starting to get 
get towards the end. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it. My brother said it gets dry, but, and I think I'm at the part where he says it's dry, but I'm still really, really into it. I'm excited to see what the characters do. Um, been watching warrior on HBO max, which is like, um, it's like the 1870s, like that kind of racial tension, like uh, the way people treated, you know, Chinese immigrants. So, have to check that out. But it's it's really cool. It's based on it's like the the show itself is based on um, an idea that Bruce Lee had, and then they kind of took it and made this. So, uh, Bruce Lee's daughter is actually like super involved in it. So that's really cool. Um, I'm only four episodes in, but it's like it so far. I'm, I'm really liking the characters and, um, you know, I like, I like the right now. I like shows that don't sugarcoat history. They don't, Mm. you know, they're, they're showing how it really, really was. And it may not even be as bad as it was, but it's still bad. And you can get behind it, and you can see parallels to now. So, right. as depressing as that may sound, it um, you know sometimes you need to see that. So, or just understand stuff like that. But yeah, I so far so far so good on that show, and I've heard it. I've heard it's been nothing but good better. Night. I need to watch Cobra Kai season three. That's something I got to do. Um, but then I. I haven't really played very many video games, to be honest. I've just working out in the cold. It saps everything out of you. I just go to bed. So couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I hear you. I mean, mm, and I'm just getting mentally fatigued with with work. Um, You know, I work from home, so staring at the screen all day. And you got that physical side to it. No oh, sir, no oh, sir. I don't get I'm working out, sir. Well, you know what? Where can they find you, Mons? <laughs> you all right? Yeah, I'm good. I was just trying to think of a way to end the show, <laughs> and I don't have anything yet. So, <clears throat> um, I mean, I got. I mean, I got. You know set the Buccaneers on top. But you guys can most definitely find me at MonteBall28 on Twitter. Instagram MonteBall. Um, obviously, our untapped cake pages as well. Send us messages, topics, whatever. May even give you a call. As you can see, we're up on here having fun, you guys. So let's just make this all fun and inclusive. Where can yeah. we find you, RJ? I'm at It's Trickster, ITZ. The I and Trickster is a one. Um, untapped cake everywhere. Uh, we've been posting these shorts on Facebook and Instagram that are really cool. You should check them out. I got some spicy content coming up on it, and I think you'll see it on the show on Sunday, so you can join us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. for our flagship podcast. Uh, That one one gets more into serious topics, kind of like how we ended this, but uh, it gets, yeah, way more serious. We'll we'll go into it there because – it's been weighing on my chest all week, and I want to get it off and talk. And I think you'll agree with me. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, please I, I mean, hit us up. Let us know how we're doing. This podcast is finally up on all podcast services. 
Uh, it was delayed because I'm an idiot, so it's no longer delayed. And uh, hit us up. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you want to know. What, what you want to talk about? Uh, you know, feel free to hit us up in the chat while the while it's going. We'll hit on some topics, or if we we miss something, something big, throw it out there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, let's you know, let's try to be better tomorrow than we were today. Because at least if we aren't, we tried. So at least if we fail, we tried. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you guys. Shit, I forgot to fucking call out the guy who was in chat or person. <clears throat> Another TV viewer. Oops. Okay. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.